We're down here at practice with uh, Thad Young. Um, so, Thad, this is the main point that when we hear from the fans right now, people are real panicked. Okay, people are panicked. Um, they see that the losses to the Magic are a level that, with all due respect to the Magic, they played really well, but they expect the Raptors to sort of take care of some of these games. What's the mood right now like for you guys in the locker room? Because right now a lot of the fans are panicked, and I think they really just want to hear how you guys are doing. Uh, I mean, we're doing fine. Like our our mood is uh, making sure that we come out with a sense of urgency. Um, that's one of the biggest things that we always have to approach every game with, a sense of urgency. And when we don't approach the games with a sense of urgency and try to kind of cruise into it, uh, you know, games like the Magic happen, uh, you know, Hat goes off to the Magic. They play their butts off. They played a really good – they played two really solid basketball games. They played harder than we did, mm-hmm. and they deserve those wins. You know, they outplayed us. And those are the, the things that we can't let happen. You know, we have to impose our will on the game. I've, you know, said this time and time again. Uh, imposing our will early on the game puts us in a way better position at the end of games. And, uh, you know, so the point to the point, you know, we don't let the basketball guys take over. You know, when you kind of cruise into games and, you know, you're not – you know, just, you know, getting getting your own pace with the, the team, you know, it, it doesn't help you at all. You know, so we have to get it, find our pace, find our niche, and find what we do and get to doing what we do best. Right, right. Well, you know, to that point, um, it was reported, uh, you know, last week that, that you had spoken prominently during a, a players' meeting after the loss, you know, in Brooklyn. Um, first off, I just wanted to ask, like, how often do these kind of things happen? And do you think that sometimes when it's reported, like, yo, they had a players' meeting, it gets kind of blown out of proportion or – What's going on there? I think it gets blown out of proportion <clears throat> for the simple fact of we're always talking. Right. You know, um, you know, if, if that's the case, then every day is a player's meeting. Mm. You know, we're always talking about games. We're always talking about how we can approach games and how we can do things better as a team, uh, what we need to give to the team individually. So, you know, it, it, it always gets blown out of proportion, you know, just because, like, you know, you know we, we lost a game and then guys are starting to speak out and stuff like that. That it's no different than, you know, any other time. You right, know, guys right. are always speaking out. I'm speaking out in huddles. Fred's talking. Pascal's talking. You know, even, you know, during practice, after practice. You know, so, you know, if you want to call a player as me, you know, that's that's every single day. Mm. Okay. Because sometimes it does get, you know, sounds a little dramatic. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to lock Nick and the coaches out, and then we're going to hash this thing out ourselves. I mean, look, listen, you guys are a group that, you know, you have these young vets on the team, right? And, and one of the points of emphasis that was reported was that, you know, you guys wanted to come out and throw the first punch, right? And I thought we saw progress of that when you guys beat Orlando the game <laughs> after that. And you you guys, you couldn't get it done against Boston, but you guys played really well. You know, there was no let off in the early Yeah, they made some big stages. threes. They made some timely threes. Yep. Uh, Marcus Smart hit like two or three of them with, with hands in his face. So That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> those, are, those are tough shots, you know, and, and they're a good team too. That's, you know, reason why they're, they're top in the East right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, they have the record that they do. You know, um, they're a team that's been put together really well. And uh, they come out and they play together and they gel and they have, you know, good solid chemistry. Right, right. But, you know, I think, so you, you guys delivered that message. But then, I, you know, sometimes it kind of slips up a little bit, right? Because that first quarter, the first game you guys played Orlando, you guys gave up 37. I just think that, like, for you guys, as the veterans of the team, how do you maintain that the confidence is there for you guys, and especially for the younger guys? Because I think for you guys who have gone through all the battles, guys have won championships on this team, they're not worried about a game in December to that degree. But for some of the younger guys, do you feel like you guys have to step in and sort of maintain their focus and, and confidence no matter what? Through positivity, you know, fight, at fight, you know, fighting through adversity because at every point, you know, at any point in the season, you're going to have to fight through some adversity. 
um, you know, showing your resiliency and being able to fight through. You know, we just have to get back to being the resilient team that we mm-hmm. were, mm-hmm. that we were last year. You know, last year we were a very resilient team. You know, teams would get up on us by 10 or 15, and that resiliency will kick in, and we'll say, okay, you know, we, we've hit a little bit of adversity. Let's be resilient and let's continue to fight and see where it takes us at the end of the games. And, you know, most of the time those results to wins. You know, so biggest thing is just getting back to, you know, our resiliency and our our fighting nature and, you know, becoming road warriors and making sure that we take care of business, you know, um, you know, I think we do a fairly good job at home, but once we hit the road, we have to get better, you know. So with that being said, just that resiliency. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I think, you know, you've been on the team um, less than a year still, right? But you've you've sort of seen and been around the group obviously a ton. Um, we've always known that Fred's been a guy who speaks out and speaks his mind, and he's sort of been that de facto leader. But for Pascal, do you notice the difference between how he approaches games this year versus how he approaches the team this year? Yes, Um you know, he's he's definitely growing into that leader. That leader role, he's doing what he's supposed to do as far as going out there and scoring baskets, playing defense, and, you know, showing showing it and proving it. You know, but, um, you know, his vocal nature is getting better. Mm. You know, um, he's speaking at it in huddles, speaking out in uh, team meetings, and, you know, he's, uh, you know, stopping coach doing film sessions and saying, hey, we need to do this, this, and this. You know, those are great signs of, you know, an improving leader and a guy who – you know, who wants to win and who wants to continue to lead and wants to be, you know, the cornerstone of a franchise. Yeah, and there's no doubt. And I think, um, you know, the coaches have said that too, and it's, it's good that the teammates are saying this too because you do notice a difference in his approach, right? Like I think in the offseason, I don't know how much you were around him, but you saw that he was going to take a leap just based off watching some of the work he was doing in the offseason. And, of course, you see it translate this season. What did you notice of him in the summer and sort of his approach to, to how serious he approached the, the fact that even though he's already making the max right now, He's still working harder and harder to make sure that he gets to another level. He approaches each, he, he, his approach to each day is the same way. You know, he starts his work day and he continues his work day throughout the day. Um, he's one of the hardest working players I've been around. Him, uh, guys like Victor Oladipo, they have the same kind of like regimen where mm-hmm. they get to the gym super early, they get their work in, and then they're still working after practice. Right, right. right. Still doing stuff to, to try to continuously get better. And they're – striving, you know, for greatness each and every day, you know, and that's what you want to see in your leaders, you know, guys who are putting in the work, putting in the time, making sure that they're in the gym and they're doing the thing, not to be seen, but to continuously get better, to help improve, you know, the chemistry of the team, help improve themselves so the team can win more basketball games. You know, obviously, you know, we all want to be paid and and we want to have, you know, live great, lavish lifestyles and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But at the end of the day, we're playing basketball and, you know, if you're you have a, a craft and you want to perfect your craft, you got to continuously work, and that's what those guys had. Those guys did, and you know I was kind of I was happy to you know see that when I first got here, like how much he worked and how much he putting in the time, and, and you know just noticing like how much his growth has been, you know, in in a short period of time. Yeah, no, it's no doubt. I mean, that's the one thing this this season for fans that they're, they're not worried about Pascal. They see sort of the way he's sort of playing. I think the two areas of concern for a lot of people are are how Fred's doing and how Scotty's doing. We start with Fred. Um, obviously, he's not making shots right now, right? We know he can hit shots at a high level. We've seen it at the highest level in the, in, in, in the conference finals, in the finals. Um, do you have to say anything to him at, at all, or do you just let him ride? But let's stop playing with Fred. Like, okay. <laughs> like he he knows what he, he knows what he's capable of. He knows what he can do. Everybody in the world knows what he can do. He's proved it time after time again. You know, he's 
he was a, a a big piece of a championship team. Yep. You know, if you know a couple of those games, you know, they don't win a championship if he doesn't come and make big threes and make big shots. He you had know. 12 points in game six <laughs> to close that thing out. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, let, let's stop playing with him. You know, yeah. he he's a, a, a great teammate. He's a guy that, you know, that's always willing to bet on himself. And he's a guy that, you know, puts a lot of pride in his craft and what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, and he loves the game of basketball. He comes in, he works just like Pascal. He works, you know, just as hard. You know, and when you see a guy like that, like I said, you, you know that, you know, you want to follow those type of guys and it's a battle. You know, and I'm willing to follow those guys each and each and every day. You know, um, you know, me and Fred, we talk a lot. You know, so, you know, like I said, like I know who he is as a person. I know who he is as a player, and I know that you know, you know, for for the most part, like guys are going to go through these periods in their careers. They're going to go through these times throughout a season, and you know, it all it, it can only get better. Yeah. You know, and and I think that's that's what's going to happen. Like he's going to get better, and you know, he's going he's going to continue to you know try to play. You know, but him being on the court, you know, as a presence is sometimes better than anything that sometimes we have out there mm, on the court. Right, so, right. you know, him, you know, just, you know, taking two guys with him and, you know, making, getting the guy open, you know, yeah. those type of things. So, you know, like I said, let's, let's stop playing with him and, you know, let's continue to, you know, make sure that we're continuously building him up and uh, making sure that, you know, we know that he's a vocal part, uh, integral part of this team. Yeah, no doubt. And I think with Fred in particular, too, it's just that you've seen him do it so much, you know, time after time. You got to trust that it's going to come around. Yeah, and it's we expected. know he's a great shooter. Exactly, it's expected. Yeah. Like, like yeah, we we expect you know every single one to go in. Yeah, for sure. You know, when I when I see him take a, a a deep three, I'm like, oh, that's going in. You know, so when you you see those like those shots go up and they don't go in, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, he's gonna make the next one. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna make the next one because like we've seen it time after time again. So, you know, I think it's just a matter of like just continuously going out there and just playing, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like his confidence is, is down. Like he's going to continue. He's continue to be who he is. He's going to continue to take those shots with confidence. And sometimes they're going to go in, sometimes they're not, you know, but at the end of the day, like I, I will bet my money, you know, on Fred. Right, right. No doubt. Now, I think the, the other thing that people are wondering about is what's going on with Scotty. Now, it's funny because when you look at the stats, Scotty's stats actually look very similar from, mm-hmm. from first year to second year. Maybe the percentages are a little bit down, but are you noticing anything different about his approach, and are you having to say anything to him behind the scenes? Uh, I think with Scotty is just him just continuously like trying to pick it back off what he did last year. Mm. You know, this year, you know, a lot of teams know who he is now. You know, and I think that's one of the biggest parts. Like, it's a lot of eyes on him. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> you know, so so when you have a lot of eyes on you, you have to figure out how to get some of those eyes, you know, off you onto some other guys or you know, taking those eyes and then using those eyes against him sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, he hasn't learned that part yet. And he's continuously growing as a player. He's learning. He's coming into the gym, still working every day. You know, and I think injuries kind of played a part into, like, his slow start to the season. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, he's getting healthy now. And, you know, let's just continuously hope that he continues to get to 100%. And, you know, we all know what he can do when he's at 100%. Yeah. So just continuously, like, locking in and, and making sure that, like, you know, he know that, you know, we need him in order to continue to move forward and, and to push forward as a group, as a unit. And, you know, he's going he's gonna to be there for him just like we're going to be there for him. I'm curious, too, because I was watching that the Orlando game, and, and they drafted a guy like Franz Wagner, who's a very, you know, talented player. He made all-rookie as well. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, especially with Scotty winning that Rookie of the Year award, like some of these younger guys are coming at him a little harder now, knowing that, you know, he's got the crown right now? Uh, I wouldn't say that. You know, I would just say that guys are just playing basketball. Okay, um, okay. Like... 
you know, it's a it's a competitive game. And mm-hmm. I think everybody's just being competitive, you know. But um, you know, I wouldn't say guys are just like coming at them. Like it's not like Scotty can't play any defense. Right. right. That's true. <laughs> he's, he's one of the better defenders in the league. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, um, you know, for him, I think it's just more so like like I said, him getting healthy and then him just uh, you know, just making sure that he's playing smart basketball as opposed to young basketball. Right, right. Now, now for yourself personally, because I feel like everyone asks you about all the players, you know, like like you're a coach or something. But obviously, like, you know, you're a big part of the team. And, and for yourself personally, you know, start of the year, I don't think you were getting minutes, which was a little bit of a surprise to everybody, to yeah. be honest, because obviously we know the quality that you have and the experience that you have. But then you go from, like, not playing a lot to, like, starting in a lot of these games and playing a really big role, especially when Pascal went down. How do you maintain that ability to still be successful no matter what role? comes at you because a lot of players need time to, to adjust, which is normal. But for you, you can just do, I do what, too. <laughs> you do too. Okay. Do too, good. But, good. but I, I think it's just like for the role that I have to play now in my career, you know, um, it, it's just all about consistency. Mm. Just bringing that uh, consistent mindset of what I need to do or how I need to approach a game or like what's needed throughout the course of that game, because every game is different, right? Right. So you play every single team, and every single team is going to be different. You know, one game you might need me to score a little bit. One game you might not need me to score at all. Yeah. And, you know, just understanding, you know, your where you fit in and where you fall in at, and how how it is. Like, you know, um, and I, I understand it. I understand what my role is going to be each and every night, you know, how I need to kind of fit in, what I need to kind of do in order to help us win. And just kind of, like, piece everything together. Like, that's all I really want to do out there on the court. I just want to be a guy that can piece everything together, that can get us continuous movement, that can get us some some, some, some cohesiveness as a group mm-hmm. to make sure that we're doing the right thing so we can play the right way, right style and brand of basketball in order to win the basketball game. Yeah, because I, you know, I'm really happy you brought that up because I wanted to ask you about the fact that it seems like no matter who you're playing with, you have instant chemistry with those guys, right? Like, you know, you and Wancho, I don't think you guys have played together previously, unless I'm mistaken. But you guys Spurs. Come, you guys play together with Spurs? Okay, well, still, like, you guys coming off the bench together or you guys starting together, but you guys instantly have that chemistry of, like, when you're in that high post, he knows when exactly to flash to the basket. You got those high-low high passes. With the Spurs, we played three-on-three, three, uh, four-on-four yeah. every single day for, like, a month. <laughs> right, right. Okay, that's, yeah. how, that's how we kind of built chemistry. Okay. So, so just underst- he understood, he understands everything. Like me, just kind of like telling, okay, look, you need to cut. As soon as I catch the ball, just cut. Just mm. do this, do this, do that. So, like we built that chemistry like before we even got here. Okay, you know, okay, and, makes sense. And when he signed, you know, I was like, oh, okay, that's perfect because like I know how to play with Wancho. Right. I know how to play with Op. Like right. guys that I know how to play with is easy. It makes it easier. Uh, I developed a lot of ke- chemistry with Chris. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, you know, just getting guys to understand, like, how I play and how, like, they should play when I'm out there on the court and how I should play when they're out there on the court is, is, is always going to be, like, try to we're going to try to make it a beautiful thing to watch from ba- from a basketball perspective, you know, because it's simple basketball, you know, just mm-hmm. smart reads, smart cuts, easy easy buckets, and that's the, that's the overall job is to get the easiest bucket as possible so you can expand as little energy. Yeah, all right. Well, last question, because of the fact that, you know, Guys know how to play with you, as you mentioned, right? And, um, you know, we always ask you about questions about the younger guys, right? You developed a nickname, which I noticed that your your wife actually responded to on Twitter. So I just want to show you the tweet itself, all right? You can read the nickname and your wife's response to that. Um, what did you think of that nickname? <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, it's only something my wife's supposed to call me. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's only some of my wife's supposed to call me. You know, but you know, fans come up with a lot of different nicknames. Uh, I think uh, you know, Stacy came up with, from the Bulls. Came up with uh, Thadjik Johnson uh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was with the Bulls, and because I was just getting all these assists and stuff like that, just you know, creating a lot of offense and stuff. So. A lot of people come with a lot of a lot of different names. You know, I'm I'm cool. It's all funny games. I, okay, I, okay. I, I laugh at them. <laughs> this one this one's pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie to you, Thad uh, Daddy. All right, Thad, appreciate you. All right, thank you for doing this, and uh, no uh, best of luck with the season. Right, thank you.